Hey, it's your boy, Deg. Uh, okay, uh, now that the obligatory, awful and annoying internet content creator greeting is out of the way, which, um, I apologize for, uh, they make us do this, actually, um, but I would like to offer you, yes, you, the person listening to this right now, in the current year, a chance to become part of Bomber's History. We are in the market for a new splash image to use for the Discord server and as the podcast cover page, as well as some additional art to sprinkle across uh, Twitch and other social media uh, stuff. Uh, For that, we'd like to hire an artist slash graphic designer to make that happen. If you want to tangentially join the Bombers crew and, more importantly, get a little bit of cash, hit us up and uh, email thisisbombers at gmail.com or just send a message to any of us on Discord. Uh, Now that that's out of the way, here's a quick ad read. There are no ads. There will never be ads. How dare you even think that I was about to do an ad read? Now go listen to and enjoy this week's episode. Or don't. Listening is mandatory. Eh, enjoyment is optional. One is the loneliest bomber. <laughs> Two bombers are better than one. Three bombers. <laughs> Four is just too many bombers. This is bombers. Spiegel and Piddle, Spiegel and Zyber, Spiegel and Deg and everyone. Taco Bell gets rid of everything good. Those jerks. Hey, everyone. This is bombers. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to our... Season two, episode, uh, is this four or three? Three. 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 It's right uh, on the docket I'm your there. host this week, Piddle. Bomber number two. With me, bomber number one, Spiegel. Yo. Who is bomber number three? Is that, is that Ziver? That's me, just like the episode. And bomber number five, Deke. I, I think his mic is out, but, uh, you know, that's a good thing. So this week we have nothing really interesting to talk about, unfortunately. That's the show. That's our show. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I will be getting a Taco Bell delivered to me during the show. Oh, I can't wait. I felt like that was uh, just something I had to share since we we always talk about Taco Bell. Have have any of you gone there recently? Yeah, I just had it for dinner earlier. I haven't gone since the debacle of my last trip to a Taco Bell. Debacle. They about still have the double stack deba- nacho, debacle whatever Bell. tacos. I'm getting that wonderful quesarito. So are you, uh, are you Piddle, going to have um, your significant other bring the Taco Bell into the room while you're recording, or are you going to get up and go to the door and get it? I will have her bring it to me. That's very nice of her. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice. Um... But let's get on to our fantastic news segment. That's uh, not what it's I called. I'm going to you first. Sorry, what did you call it? Oh, it's the bombastic news. Bombastic. Got to get that right, pedal. Bombastic. Bombast. Bomb. Bombastic. I thought it was bombastic. Bombastic is something this else. Is bomb- that could bomb- work though. Bombastic. Bombastic news. Uh, I'm going to go to Spiegel first because we just started something new this week: the album of the day club, and. Basically, we've been listening to an album every day. Uh, Everybody in our Discord has been sharing an album. And I don't know. We listen to it at work. I don't know what you guys are doing for listening to it. Yeah, we listen to it, uh, you know, whenever we can. (laughs) Some of us at work. Some of us, uh, you know, walking around the neighborhood. Um, uh, We should mention. Spiegel, can you tell us what we've listened to? I don't know. Maybe. Um, let me let me back up a bit and just give you the background. Piddle mentioned the Discord. If you're listening to this podcast for the very first time, you don't even know what we're talking about. Our Bombers Discord can be found in the link of the description of this podcast, and you definitely want to join that because you can keep up with all the bombastic things that are going on in our lives. And again, join those Album of the Day clubs. Join that game club. Connect with us. Be a bomber. Don't be a Another word that starts with B. Uh, and for those who don't know, Discord is like a, it's like a chat service. I figure if you're not listening to this podcast already, you probably just don't know what the internet is at this point. Uh, welcome. Glad to have you. Yeah. Welcome to the internet. Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to read off our first five albums that we listened to this week, just to give you a sense, if you're not in the album of the day club, what it is that we are doing. 
Uh, lots of variation in the group. We've had nominations from Muffin, the Dragon, Piddle himself, uh, friend of the show Himaru, and uh, my good friend Maggie, uh, all getting in on the action this week in the Album of the Day Club with uh, Run River North's Superstition, Patty Gertie's Shapes and Patterns, Christopher Tin's To Shiver the Sky, Rilo Kylie's Under the Blacklight, and Stereo Lab's Emperor Tomato Ketchup. Um, really a great first week of albums, guys. I, I know we are all in the Album of the Day Club. Uh, just go roundtable real quick. What was your favorite album this week? Deg. All right, who, I'd say Muffin. Who, yeah, who's going first? Yeah, Deg goes first. Deg. Sorry, I'm not a host anymore. Uh, yeah, you lost your privileges because you did stuff Relinquish. like that, throwing it out there. I'm sorry. Uh, so, Piddle, who's going first since you're the host? <laughs> I All right, fine. <laughs> Clearly Deg. Clearly you I'm are never going. getting uh, that 30 seconds of my life back. Five. I, uh, my favorite was uh, Maggie's uh, Stereo Lab Emperor Tomato Ketchup. I dug it. I even went and purchased the vinyl of that album, which will be delivered to my house, and I'm excited for it. So that's all I have to say about that. Zyber, I believe you would be next. What What was your favorite so far? My favorite, well, yeah, my favorite was actually Muffins, the River... Stone people. Run River, River runs North. through it. Run River North. It was very fine. Although Maggie's was definitely a close second. Spiegel, give it to me. I don't want to get too much in the business of saying like what the best album is or like what the you know it's not what, it's not best or worst, it's the one you liked most. Yeah, it's so not, it is it's it, it's subjective. It's not a competition, and because of that, I am going to give a slight edge to Rilo Kylie's Under the Black Light suggested by Himaru. Mostly because, you know, I feel like it just uh it didn't really get the attention it deserved. I feel like a lot of people were like, Yep, this is too schizophrenic for me. The album is changing pace and styles too often. I can't deal with it. But to me, I, I just thought the songs were all really well written. Uh, I'm a big guy for arrangements and uh, instrumentation and to me they just created a lot of really unique sounds and uh, just very pure pop music and i felt the same way about emperor tomato ketchup the stereo lab album it was like if uh, french aliens made pop music i loved both albums yeah well, himaru it wasn't my least favorite so you got that going for you <laughs> okay what it actually was my <sighs> favorite my... as well um oh i i just i mean the the headliner of that one is definitely silver lining oh yeah and uh, i, I yeah, really like that song um it's definitely been added to my playlist permanently i and... liked uh breaking up off that album um and i'm not usually a music video guy because i feel like it detracts from the the music but if you go watch the music video for breaking up it's it's pretty funny um that one i, like I really a good liked funny as well that was another one added to my liked list my permanent playlist and um i don't know i i, yeah, I think that was that... my big one I think I was the one that actually started the piling on with the calling it schizophrenic and and I feel kind of bad because it definitely that like all of the music was good and the individual songs were all great but I the flow of the album is what really threw me off which is kind of an unfair shake at it because music's all good but it's like um you know sometimes you'll have movies where it's like all of these scenes are great how come this movie is terrible that's how I felt about the album not saying it was terrible, but it was like individually great as a considered whole. I, I had trouble digesting it. Yeah, that was sort of my thing, too, is there's albums where you listen to it beginning to end and the entire experience is incredible. And then there's it was more of like that album where you just grab, you know, the songs bits and pieces of like. it are yeah. awesome, but other parts are just not for you. But uh, yep. yeah, if you want to join us, uh, join our discord and request to submit your own uh, nominations for the album of the day and we will listen to it with you every day and we will discuss it we will discuss our favorite songs together yeah if you liked that discussion uh, i mean it the the chat freaking never stops so get you know you better be on our discord like 24 hours a day seven days a week if you want to keep up with these bozos it's real exciting because right now, just looking at our um, collection that we have here for the schedule, we've got 15 people in the Album of the Day Club. That's two weeks worth of musical content for your We easy don't even listening. get that many listeners to the it's Bombers like podcast. On the Discord. Honestly, yeah. I love it already because I have struggled to find new music and it's, it's great for me because there's 15 people. That's a lot of variety coming your way. 
a lot of no two tastes. albums have been remotely similar so far which no. is impressive i mean we're all it's the same great. age pretty much you know so you'd think that we would all be into that like 2020 crappy you know 2020 sound nobody's even uh suggested folklore yet i the only my big complaint about it is that i slept on it too long and i now i'm at the very bottom of the list and i have to wait too long to share my music and see what people think about my crappy opinions i'm pretty sure i was one of the first people to sign up but i was pushed back a bunch too it's fine well i threw it in the randomizer you know what I mean? So, like, if you were one of the first people to join, you got randomized. I know. But, Deg, you, you were out of luck because you joined too late. Yeah, I, I slept nope. on it. I complained about it on air, <laughs> and here I am loving it. So, goes to show you, sometimes bombers have bad opinions. It's been a big part of my day is just finding out what the next album is and listening to it while I work. So, thank you, everybody who submitted one. Uh, moving on to our next club, the Game Club. We have selected the next game club game of the month for the month of September. And I am very excited about this because we have had this just barely miss out on winning. How many months now? Three months in a row. All of them. It's been a runner up. Yeah. Yep. And uh, this month, Spiegel, can you give us the rundown of what the votes brought us to? No, I don't feel like it. If you don't know what they are, just go look at the document. But the the winner was Earthbound, the runners up, Spiritfarer, and um, what was the other one? Uh, Doom. Some other one. Doom twenty sixteen, I believe, was the other runner. Really? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I don't know. That's the reason I was I wasn't ready to <laughs> I wasn't ready to do it. No, yeah, it was, it was Doom. Like control. It was Doom and really? then Control and Beyond Good and Evil. Now, see, now I'm doing the whole rundown. So Earthbound got first place. Doom and Spiritfarer tied for second. And then Control and Beyond Good and Evil coming in uh, with 10 votes apiece uh, came in a tie for fourth place. So Doom and Spiritfarer will continue on in the Game Club uh, runner-up tournament, which you know carries over to the next month. But Earthbound, finally, after being nominated in the first month, is the Game Club Game of the Month for September. People are very cranky about it. It seems <laughs> as though the uh, opinion is split, mostly because Deg just won't stop whining about it, and he just seems like a lot of people. I I am whining for at least five people's worth of whining. Have so. you played it before, Dag? I like an hour of it. I tried getting into it back when it was very first released on the Wii U Virtual Console, and couldn't just wasn't able to to get the the drive. And I'm hoping that Game Club will give me sort of the outward motivation to play it. But as I said in our Discord, those early JRPGs. I don't have the patience to, to put the time. And you said it, it's what, like two, an hour a day for the next month to, Not to play even. Earthbound? Not even. I think Anymore, that's, a, that's a conservative estimate, I think. Isn't it like 20 hours or something? I would say. But he, how long to beat has it listed as 28 hours long to beat, just, just to beat it? And that's what people are self-reporting. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. I'm really curious, though, Deg, you said like you don't want to devote that kind of time to it and it's like too much for an rpg but nowadays rpgs are so much longer what's what's well, wrong with a 30 hour less than 30 hour rpg nowadays um because i have brain problems um well, i can't it's argue the with idea, that <laughs> right it's the idea of um going into it with an expectation of how long it'll take and and having a deadline on it beat it by the end of the month as opposed to loading up some other game and just like i'll play it because i play it like um you say it's an hour a day to beat it and i'm like oh i don't play video games for an hour a day which is true but there are some days where i play video games for six hours straight to make up for the rest of the week so it's one of those things where like humans are bad at statistics kind of problem where i think i don't want to play a full hour every day not considering that some days i play more than an hour and also with it being like a, a turn-based old school JRPG where it it almost kind of feels like it takes more time to get stuff done. Like it's a 30-hour game, but if I'm playing like Horizon Zero Dawn where it's action-packed, that's a 30-hour game that feels shorter because I'm actively involved because it's an action well, RPG. Now, Spiegel, you've actually played Earthbound. I am i don't know if you're going to play it, but would you say Deg is accurate in his assumptions? Well, accurate in the sense that it's not as action-packed as Horizon Zero Dawn, sure. You don't shoot. 
arrows at a bunch of mechanical Ro- animals. Robot so. dinosaurs, man. But is there anything I mean, else there's to lots keep of robots in the game. other than you know constant. There action, are dinosaurs too, which I I don't know if that's true for Horizon Zero Dawn because you're going to spend a ton of time just sneaking around. Ouch. Oh, um, yeah. No, I mean, I think Earthbound is a very funny game. It's a world that I want to exist in. You know what I mean? Like, when I when I am finishing up with that game, I'm like, I'm really sad to leave some of these characters behind because they all have such great personalities. All the different towns that you go to have these weird quirks about them that make them extremely memorable. And to me, the game, it's it's like Chrono Trigger in that all of its set pieces are just really memorable. And uh, to me, that's what makes a great game. I think Earthbound is one of the truly great classic jrpgs not one of these fake phony classic jrpgs that everyone pretends that they love like xenosaga (laughs) i know like for me i follow two bots on twitter that just post uh earthbound quotes once an hour and it's just great getting those things have you played it yes and here's an idea dig how about you stream it and i'll watch it with you that that's not a bad idea i was gonna follow it up with just giving away a little bit of because it would be my first time through so that would potentially make a pretty fun stream actually um but i was going to give away a little bit of my own like uh hypocrisy in in, in last month's game 999 i don't know if we want to talk about that because we've all finished it except piddle well piddle's um, played it though but yeah um last month's game 999 i went through and i got 100 all six endings and now i'm complaining about having to play through earthbound yeah, so, it shouldn't be that much. By the way, yeah, you so take what that, is your point? My my point is just showing off a little bit of my own hypocrisy in, in complaining about Earthbound and yet sitting and going through all of 999, which is slower than Earthbound even. Did you guys want to discuss 999 at all this week? Nine. I don't think it's worth it. I, I think anything Ooh. that needs to be said has been said. Yeah, well, we said it last I week. I think anything that needs to be said has been said either already last week or in the Discord, and if any of the audience wants to read up on 999 stuff, they can join the Discord and read the Game Club chat. For that matter, you should all stop listening to this podcast and just go join the Discord, and then we never even need to have a podcast, and we don't need to edit, we don't need to put any effort into this, we can just all hang out, shoot the breeze, and just complain about Earthbound for hours. Well, does the Discord exist for the podcast, or does the podcast exist for the Discord? Which which one is it? I think there's a Splatfest about that coming up. Oh, I didn't which know came we first? Were putting in effort. That was actually last week. That's right. That we was a different show. Last week. Pedal, that was a different show where we didn't put in any effort. Oh, uh, gotcha. callback. Uh, you had that, a question, Pedal? I, I want to know where you're going to stream this game called Earthbound. Um, It will. Uh, it's on the v, v, VU. So I'm going to have to figure out how to get my. Uh, capture card hooked up and then it will that i'll probably just stream to my own uh personal uh twitch and probably not have a, on the bombers do you have an hdmi capture card yeah okay because what's great is that you can still play the game on your wii u gamepad if you don't feel like you know connecting to your computer and tv what oh so like, like hook the you, like okay i see what you're saying I could just hook the Wii U up to the computer and not have it hooked up to the TV and play on the gamepad and not fight it. Okay, I'm tracking. That's a good idea. We we Weiber. Wow, what is you know, more wine? Yeah, I noticed that you have an empty wine bottle. Didn't you say you opened that? You just now. You watched me open it. Yeah. So this is still a, this 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 wine glass is huge. This is still approximately a third of that wa- bottle left. I've only gone through two thirds a bottle of wine in the past hour. While I'm sure our listeners find this uh, riveting, I really wanted to just move on and uh, get to talking <laughs> I'm about. I'm cutting like the last twenty minutes of this podcast, and it's yeah. just we're just gonna do the intro again. Zyver, take it away with the vocals. One bomber. Piddle, hurry, save us. All right, this is bombers. Two, three, four. Welcome. This is bombers. <laughs> um, so Spiegel, bomber. Dag, Zyver. I want to talk about real quick just what we were playing uh, like we did last week. I don't think any of us played nearly as much as we played last week. So this should be a lot shorter than last time around. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm going to start with Spiegel and we'll see how he handles that. Hit me with it, Spiegel. What'd you play? Well, first of all, uh, before we get to what I played, um, we did have a couple other housekeeping things that we wanted to do that we didn't mention. Uh, So just really quick. 
Uh, the Bombers podcast uh, does have social media things, so you can you can follow us on Twitter at Bombers Podcast. You can email us your listener questions at thisisbombers at gmail.com. I know we want to do a um, an all Bombers notebook mailbag episode soon, so maybe get those in sooner rather than later. And then uh, there's the Bombers Twitch, which we kind of mentioned already, um, where Dag and Zyber stream games after we are done recording every Friday night. We so. also stream on Mondays for after people have listened to it. So we kind of like the idea behind that is out on Friday. If you want to chat with us, we can sort of give teasers for the upcoming episode after we've recorded it. And on Monday, you can join us and we can chat about what you listened to earlier that day. If you happen to listen to it on release day. Or you can just watch Deg drunkenly stumble over his words and fail at video games on the computer. Also an option. Or on your phone, if you use your phone to watch Twitch things. Anyway, what Nailed did it. I what did I play this week? I played Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. Now last week I talked about how um how I was playing Metroid Prime and how great it is. And I didn't really go into too much detail because everyone knows how much I love Metroid Prime. But newsflash, I also love Metroid Prime 2. It is a great game. Uh, highly underappreciated, it feels like, amongst both Nintendo fans, Metroid fans, shooter fans, fans of games. Nobody ever talks about Metroid Prime 2, and I, I'm always left wondering wondering why. Now, Spiegel, I'm curious. I know you've done speedrunning things for the original Metroid Prime. Have you learned any of the speedrunning stuff for Metroid Prime 2? Does any of it carry over? No. Uh, Metroid Prime is a better game, therefore I spend most of my time doing speedrunning tricks in that game. Interesting. That's it. Next game. <laughs> no, Nobody wants to ask why I think Metroid Prime 2 is, is underappreciated, or nobody wants to say, well, here's why you're wrong, and you know, have a real discussion. It's just that that's what it is. And no, we, it's, it's, I, we all agree that Metroid Prime 2 is yeah, excellent. I kind of I have trouble following well, up when you specifically say Metroid Prime is a better game, and then talk about how Metroid Prime 2 is slept on. But you know what Which Metroid one is Prime it, does not have? Multiplayer. Or that really cool... You can uh, leave menu the podcast i mean there's like metroid there's prime like, hunters has uh, multiplayer i would much rather play metroid prime 2 multiplayer than metroid prime hunters but the there's <laughs> like five other Force. there's like five other great no. first person shooter games on the gamecube that have better multiplayer than prime 2 like i'm going to time splitters 2 i'm going to you know future perfect i'm going to um you know uh mario party uh fps I, i'm not gonna go to metroid prime 2 first you know, also has multiplayer Mario Bros. Which ones? All of them. Oh, <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> anyway, Doesn't matter. I, well, let me know what game, else you played. Us, yeah. Of. Other games. Uh, I I start. So it's sequel week. Apparently, I started Virtue's Last Reward, which is the the sequel in the Zero Escape series to Nine Nine Nine. Um, it's a great game. Just to give you all a little bit of background, if you haven't played it yet, I believe Piddle and and Deg, neither of you have even touched this game. Um. Same type of deal. Nine people trapped in a thing, and they're they're forced to play this game. Uh, but this time around, the main focus is the prisoner's dilemma, which is sort of like nice. Uh, so you know the prisoner's dilemma, Deg. Do you want to? Oh, try I to love game theory. Do you want to try to explain this because I always butcher it every time. Please what is the prisoner's do. dilemma? Uh, the prisoner's dilemma is basically a game theory um, situation where you take two people and you give each of them the choice to either betray or ally. Or trust. Dep or the wording is speak English. The wording is is immaterial. You can betray or trust. Well, the pronunciation uh, is is material. You're not helping me with my description, are you? Um, and have more wine. When whenever you map that out, it gives you a results um, that is four squares, where either both betray, both ally, or one or the other betrays or allies. Each one of those gives a different result. If they both betray, they get a not-so-great result. If one betrays and one allies, the one who betrays gets a okay result, and the one who allies gets just screwed. And if neither one allies, they get a middling result that is slightly better than 
they get a, a result that is better than either of them. The example that's typically used is if they both ally, then they both get three years in jail. If they if one of them allies, the other betrays. The ally gets 10 years in jail. The betrayer gets one year in jail. If they both betray, they both get 10 years in jail. And th- theoretically in the game, you want to choose the outcome that, that produces the most amount of happiness, which would be, again, both allies. Uh, they would both ally because it's that's actually- like a net win. It gets real interesting when you start digging into game theory because the results and like the optimal choice changes based off your if you're playing an iterated version of the game or a one-off. So like, like you can get you can get real in depth into game theory stuff when it comes to the prisoner's dilemma. So you're saying As, it could be different on a second playthrough just because you've already No, it's it, or... it no, with uh prisoner's dilemma it's are you playing the game with the same person over and over and over again, or are you just doing it once and you get that result? Mm. Because uh, I think if I remember correctly, it works out that if you're only playing it once, you should just betray it because there's no outcome. But if you're playing it over and over and over again, you should always ally because that's net better. But it's also just like a general examination of how humans are not really great at uh, consequences and we'll we'll try and optimize what's best uh, greedily for us and not consider what's best for society as a whole it's it's hey that's how pandemics get started oops yeah oop Anyway, uh, so Virtue's last there's there actually there is a pandemic in Virtue's last reward by the way so uh, maybe uh, maybe that's um, imitating reality a little bit I have to say your description of the prisoner's dilemma has me more interested in playing the game, so I appreciate okay. you guys mentioning that. So I it's did pretty my job. Great. It's, yeah, tell, um, tell them about it, Cyber, because you you played it. Rounds. What have I missed? Yeah, what did I, played, I forget? Um it's I think it's a lot better than the first game and the way that you're able to go back to earlier parts of the game instead of having to like, you know, go restart the whole game to get different endings. And it is great doing the prisoner's dilemma stuff because uh, each time that you'd have to go through like a door in the first game, now in this game you have to do another prisoner's dilemma game. Yeah, so like the game continually keeps partnering you up with different characters and you have to choose whether or not you trust them or whether you don't trust them. Some people that ends up being better than others, but the the main idea is if, if you get betrayed enough times, if you lose enough points, then you die. And uh, if you get up to nine points, then you can escape. So everyone's like trying to get up to nine all at the same time so they can all escape. But there's a there's a ghost in the machine and like they're and zero is messing with you the entire time. And like th- mysterious things keep happening. There's a butt ton of twists in this game. Uh, if you like twists and storytelling, you're going to love Virtue's Last Reward. I, I really can't say enough about how good the game is and how rewarding it is to play it from beginning to end and get all of the endings. There's like 20 endings or something. Is it, uh, is it the th- as satisfying as any of the other games you've played? This week? No. No. I, I really that- want to know what these other games even are. Like okay, Cinders, you're trying to move me along. Only Yesterday. Is, is Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 1, and, 1 two. and 2 on like the NES? Or- no, 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 no. See, the segment was what are you playing and or watching? Only Yesterday Ooh. is a movie. Ghostbusters 1 and 2 are both movies. I'll, get, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a little preview of those. Only Yesterday is bad. Ghostbusters 1 is rad. Ghostbusters 2 is really bad. Oh, no. You're one of those. Yeah, really? I'm one of those. Ghostbusters 2 is not an entertaining movie. It, Bill Murray's is barely been in watching? it. I've never seen Ghostbusters 2. I've seen the first Ghostbusters a number of times. Fun trivia fact. Ghostbusters 1 was the last movie I saw in theaters before I was deployed. How old I... are you? <laughs> I honestly have never watched a Ghostbusters movie from beginning to end. So, what? Yep. Yeah, I've only ever seen bits and pieces that accumulated over time to be the whole movie. You both disappoint me. I know it's like a cult classic, like a lot of other Ghostbusters is, is not a cult, cult classic. classic. That is it's not just a, cult... a classic. Yeah. You know, a cult classic is like yeah. is Metroid Prime Two Echoes. Ghostbusters is like <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> is like freaking Halo Two. Okay, but it's like cults weird... can be giant too, like Star Wars cults. It's such a Star weird... Wars is not a cult classic. It's such a <laughs> weird like cults. concept that I just like associate like it has to be sort of like a cult type of movie because who comes up with the idea of Ghostbusters and then it becomes a huge, huge franchise? 
Well, it is weird that it became no, huge. It is rip. weird that it became huge because the first movie was great, but really it was just spun off into a bunch of crap. You know, the second movie, which I've already touched on, there was the uh, there was the all fem- <laughs> there was the female remake from a couple years ago, which admittedly okay, I did not see, um, but got panned pretty hard. So I, to me, it's one of those things. It's like Star Fox. It's like there was one really good entry, and then it's just living on that nostalgia, basically in my in my mind. I, I do remember I watching the Fox. animated TV show for Ghostbusters quite a bit. Yeah, but which? The real Ghostbusters, the I would imagine. Ghost? Yeah, because there was the real Ghostbusters, and then there was Fake the Ghostbusters. New, well, there, and was then a, there was a, there was the Ghostbusters, and then there was the real Ghostbusters, and I think there was the new adventure of the Ghostbusters, something dumb like that. I'm already they have a new adventures of the real Ghostbusters. I, I watched and one of them. New Nintendo 3D Ghostbusters. Real Ghostbusters is the good one. And Knuckles. And Knuckles 3. Uh, Spiegel, Ghostbusters wanna... 2 is great. Hold on. I am not accepting this opinion from you, Spiegel. Is it better than Ghostbusters 1? No. Is it bad? Kind of. Is it great? <laughs> yes. I, you, you are not helping your <laughs> argument right now. You've had like two-thirds of a bottle of wine, maybe three-quarters at this point. You're trying to make the argument that Ghostbusters 2 is good. I don't know that I can do this podcast with you anymore. I think no, I, the very... That, it's got such classic comedy like goofiness in it. Like It's just weird. Like Ghostbusters 1 is just like good comedy spooky all that they control the statue of liberty with the nes advantage that's like the best part of the movie i mean how can you hate how can you hate is vigo you're like flies to him i mean the very beginning of ghostbusters 2 was them saying ghostbusters sucks now (laughs) it was a very self-aware movie the, the beginning part is a little weird it's just i don't want to see a movie with bill murray in it and he's like He's not really even doing what the rest of the Ghostbusters are doing. He's, like, not even bothering to deal with the Ghostbusters. <laughs> what in the world is going on? I think a ghost just attacked Zyber. <laughs> Obviously, the only solution to this is our Bombers listeners on. need to decide for us. Uh, is Ghostbusters 2 a good follow-up to the original Ghostbusters or not? Are either I would of them love... wa- worth watching? This is a is great the... discussion question. Is the newest one worth watching? Because I have no idea about that either. The female Tell us in remake? Discord or send us an email. And I think they're making another one too. Yeah, they are. Like a sequel to the remake or another remake? They're doing a like a, a re-remake. Reboot. I think reboot it's like a coming remake. of age film, and I think Spiegel's really upset about it. If I recall, correctly. I'm very upset if it's a coming of age ghost. But let, that's enough coming of age stories, Hollywood. I'm tired of it. We're already we are of age. I don't need to come of age again and again. I don't need to come hey, again and again. Wait, no. <laughs> First of all, gross. Second of all, what else have you been playing, Spiegel? It doesn't matter. These games all suck. No, uh, <laughs> I, well, one of them does. Uh, the first one, uh, MLB 19, the show. I, I don't know why. I just been, I've been crushing baseball games lately. I've been watching games. I've been playing baseball games. And MLB 19, the show, is the most recent one I have. And man, do I suck at it. I cannot get on base. I'm at like the easiest batting difficulty, and I just I, I see the change up, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna hit this change up, and it just lands right below the zone, and I strike out on it every single time. I have no batter's eye. It's terrible. Go back to Mario Baseball. I, okay. We, we proved that we're not that good at that either, though, Piddle, when we play that at your. Still Wii Sports. Uh, and then the oh, other what's game. What's this other game you played? Cinders uh, <laughs> is the game that I played. It is a visual novel. Um, I was on a visual novel kick because 999 is so good. And I'm like, I'll pick up this other critically acclaimed kind of dark tone visual novel. It's basically the story of Cinderella with some added twists. Uh, and it, guess what? It sucks. Ooh. It's uh, critically acclaimed, and I don't know why. It's The game is you press A, and you read the story, and you read characters just over-explaining everything for like four hours. They are so talkative and they never say anything interesting. And everyone's always like, oh, it's so funny. The game is so sharp-witted. But the writing isn't good. The writing isn't interesting to me. And I don't need to hear the Cinderella story play out in a in a visual novel. I, I, this is not something that I'm that I need to experience in my life at this point. And I made a grave mistake purchasing it. It's normally 20 bucks. I got it for five. I want that five dollars back. I can go get a Wendy's four for four dollar meal and have some change left over. And not have had wasted four hours of my life on cinders. That's it. That's all I have to say. All right. Good to know not to play it. I'm going to go real quick over what I played because I I did not play anything, really. I tried not to true. play Control 
and failed. So Quite the only tried. thing I did was I played Peggle over and yeah. over again. I, I played way too much Peggle. I've already gotten through the adventure. I've been doing all the challenges. It's it's a waste of my life. I don't know what I'm doing with my life, guys. Help me. It's a mobile game. That's That's the issue. You know how I feel about mobile games, that there are no good mobile games. And yet here I am playing Peggle every day for hours. Are you reevaluating just like your entire life's trajectory at this point? Basically. Uh, especially because since I'm doing the challenges, I'll, I'll delve into that a little bit. Since I'm doing the challenges, I basically have to reset the level over and over and over again to get an ideal setup so that I can accomplish some of the challenges. So like some of the challenges are like score 750,000 points in a single level. What do you mean by setup? I thought Peggle was like set levels. It is set levels, but the layout is different. So basically each level is a bunch. It's like a pegboard and you shoot. Uh, it's like pachinko. Yeah. You shoot a metal ball and you try to hit all of the orange pegs. When you hit pegs, they disappear. Um, and there's orange pegs, there's blue pegs, and then there's special pegs that are green. And the green pegs give you like a, a power up for a brief period of time. And that could be like. Uh, a fireball that goes through all the pegs or whatever. And the peg, once it hits the bottom of the screen, if you're lucky, you go. it goes into a bucket and you get a free ball. Otherwise, you lose the ball and you have to go based off of like the 10 balls that I think you start each level with. And the random part of it is like the layout of the levels are always the same, but where the orange pegs are, where the green pegs are is completely random so you might get a setup where it's like all right i can get a green peg right away and use an ability to knock out a bunch of pegs and get a ton of points because the more pegs you hit the more points you get or oh nope the green pegs are in a terrible spot i have to start over and then even if things are set up well you still have to hit the shots and get a little bit of luck so can you can you pay Hmm. money to get better at the game and win more. Actually, no. Doesn't sound I've like seen. a mobile game to me. It's like early mobile game. This Peggle's from like 2003. It definitely has that illusion of skill thing that goes on in a lot of mobile games where it's like, oh, I'm getting good at this. Pocket card jockey. <laughs> and a lot of it still comes down to just luck. A lot of the early mobile games were basically just casino games, but on a phone. Yeah, I basically spent, I think it was like, I don't know, six to eight hours probably just trying to clear one of the hardest challenges. Okay, now you I'm can, like, the, the what is your life question is a valid one. Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. when you said that you were playing Peggle, but when you said that you spent six to eight hours trying to complete one challenge in Peggle... What yep. is your life? Come hang out with me. What are you doing? We can play Cinders know. together. I, I don't know. It's like I'll, I'll right. play it for like an hour here and there and then whatever. I'm moving on. I, at this point, I'm done. I'm done hearing about Piddle's balls and how he's getting pegged all week. Let's move on. <laughs> um, we, We're Cutting talking that. a little bit about what we're watching too. Because, I mean, the only game I played was Peggle. I want to talk about something else. And that was I basically binged all of Death Note on Netflix. And if you don't know what Death Note is, it's an anime. Um, Some cultured. Yeah. I, I, I read the manga before I watched the anime like years and years ago. And it's basically just, if you've watched the show Dexter or read the Dexter books where it's basically serial killer, but with a conscience-ish kind of thing, that's sort of what it is. It's, uh, it's not like that at all, actually. <laughs> it's sort of what Pego is too, actually, it's, if you think about it's it. It's sort of. No. It's just the morality factor of it is sort of what hooks viewers, I think. Because it's um, basically a Death Note falls from the world of the gods, and well, some you're human picks over it up. Complicating it, dude has dude has notebook. Any name he writes in it, he can kill. So he just starts yep. murdering criminals without trial or jury or anything, just executing people that he thinks shouldn't be in his perfect world. Dude's a psychopath. So he's a high schooler and a high schooler. <laughs> That's but the story of Peggle too. I, I yes, think he's a killing lot of people. The, uh, the appeal of death note is just the battle between one genius and another genius like the evil genius versus the genius that like actually has morals and kind of like our old show piddle 
it's the it's the Sherlock. It's the Sherlock versus Moriarty, but yep. in Japan. With a magical notebook that kills anybody whose name you write in it. Yep. So wait, which of us is the evil one? Which one's the good ones? We're all evil, let's be If you honest. have to ask, you'll never know. I mean... We've got literally Dr. Evil Genius there, and then there's me, so... I was definitely I'm not sure. the person rooting for the psychopath, so... Take that how you will. That um, show, just... and spoilers for, like, I don't even know how old Death Note is. It's like a 15-year-old show at this point, practically. Don't look it up. It's on Netflix for spoilers anybody for who it. actually wants to watch it. Moving on. I, I want to ask you, Dag. I want to ask you about what you played. Um, obviously, I played 999. Come on. Um, I did finish, like I said earlier, I believe I mentioned, I finished all of the six endings in 999. Love it. Recommend it to everybody. Well, I specifically went through and got the um, coffin ending before getting Why the Why would you ending. do that? The coffin ending is literally the true ending, but with a cliffhanger. And it's like, okay, go back and play the game again, and then come back and get the true ending again. Because it took like five minutes because playing it on the PS4 is so much easier when you can just oh. jump around on the flow. I thought you were playing the DS. Oh, you version. can do that? Oh, no, I, okay. would, I would not do that on the DS. That's a waste of time on the DS. But because I, was I was on, yeah. because I was already on the PS4 where I could jump around in the flows, I was like, whatever. You got a plan on that. Yeah. 100% baby. Which requires me to eventually play VLR, so look for that in the future. Oh, um, also, wait. as previously mentioned, I have been uh, continuing my Stardew Valley play. I am on like the last day of year two and swimming in more money than I know what to do with. Hate fishing. Fishing sucks. Just like and real keep life. Keep dying in the desert cave. That's just my Stardew like Valley uh, synopsis right now. I thought you were like going to were swimming in something else, but continue. Uh, yeah, animals. Um, played a little bit of Ticket to Ride, the board game, but online with my sister because she lives on the other side of the country. Uh, great game. Award winning. Recommend it. Spiggle, have we played Ticket to Ride? What yes, is we that? have. I don't know I if we play. I don't know if we've played it, Deg, but I, I have played the game, and I know that you have played the game based on what you just told me. Right. I I couldn't remember if we had played before. It's so, like um, it's like a train thing where you try and go to different cities. It's a whole. It's a Beatles song. It's a very fun board game. My family absolutely loves it. Yeah, there you go. It's a fun board game that's even good for like family members who aren't super nerdy into board games. Yeah, like they're not into the strategy board games but they love this one yeah it's easy to pick up whose family is cool enough to play cards against humanity with because mine is not i played uh what's that new the trolley one with the, the um, cyanide and happiness trolley problem yeah i played that with my fiance Haley's family oh, that was interesting i think i would almost prefer that to cards against humanity yeah that one's it, a little more it's actually pretty good yeah Although there's a lot of really boring cards for really shallow people, I guess. <laughs> like, they have Aaron Explorer as a reason to choose a lane to send the trolley into. And it's just all like, is I mean, that really a good reason? I mean, Internet Explorer sucks. Have you ever used used Internet it. Explorer? It's well, already it's dead. End, yeah, it's going to end in a year anyway. That was it Microsoft Edge now. Like, oh, we're yep. so edgy because it's the same software and it still sucks. It's, no, it's it's not. Actually. They did actually recode it, but it's basically oh, it's, it's, it's still it's mo- basically Chrome now. Yeah, still Microsoft, and it's it's Explorer, different coding. I don't know what I was going to say there. Uh, I've also been playing with the new keyboard that I finally got in yesterday, and that has been fun because I've really been missing just like fiddling around with music in my life. Uh, shout out to Hamaru for the recommendation. This is a really good budget keyboard that I got. Um, that's it. I I just I'm just happy to be playing music again. I'm not good at it. A full 88 key keyboard, or is it like a 60 key keyboard? Uh, it's like um right here on the camera, which is really good radio. 24 key. I think I think that's 60 key. I don't. I'm not counting it, and I can't remember. The new jingle you heard at the beginning of this podcast was uh was composed on that very keyboard, and uh, with lyrics. Are we putting uh, it in to this one? Oh, we definitely are. We have oh, to now. That's exciting. Well, I could there's, just there's cut no it no option. I could just cut this and then... Nope, or he could it, just be it, lying. Enjoy that new Count jingle. It. Dang it! Just created more work for myself. Uh, Zyber, 
I want to round this out with you and the one game that you've been playing or I don't know, playing with, I, I don't know. What is this? Yeah, so besides still playing Apex Legends with Deeg or my sister, or playing Guardian Tales on my phone, I have been really busy. So uh, the only game I've been playing, because it's too hot to go outside and run this week, is Ring Fit Adventure. Because I gotta get my exercise in. How do you like that? How did you find it? How did you, you find a copy of it? Yes. Well, I went to Target, and there it was. Oh, what the heck, man? <laughs> It feels like every time I go to Target, they don't have anything. Not I got, like, within the first week of... No, wait, no. Actually, now I remember. My parents found it and got me it for Christmas. That's what it was. It's... My version, they got it at, like, Target or something. Is that it's like funny. A... There was another time where I went to Target and I saw it, and so Haley got it. Is that, like, a stealth insult from the parents? <laughs> I mean, my dad found a Wii when that was big. So, like, they're really good at finding this stuff. Yeah, but weren't but like are they get did they also pick up a copy of like Jillian Michaels U Fit <laughs> or your your shape and uh also, you know, We Fit and um uh Zumba's uh I this is terrible. I can't remember any of these crappy Wii era fitness I, games. We did have We Fit actually, yes, yeah, so was because my sister wanted it. Everyone had We Fit. I like the stories of people saying that they re gifted the the We Fit pad with We Fit Plus. You know, like years after yeah. their wife or whatever stops using it and they forget it existed. Who still has the, uh, who of us still has the Wii balance board? I think I, do I have it somewhere. My my parents do. I let my sister have the Wii and she might still have the balance board. All right. Good talk. Well then. Yeah, so that's all I, I figured Zyber would have something more to say about Ring Fit Adventure, but. <laughs> well, yeah. If you want to exercise and you actually want to exercise, Go for it. It's really fun RPG exercising machine, except that I recently got an attack that requires me to do planks, and it is torture. Ooh. It's like the only attack that I can't, that I have to cheat halfway through and only like lift the one leg of the controller on it up. So it's do better they... than we Fit, because it actually gets you to work out. Yep. Joke land. Uh, so I want to talk real quick about new releases um, coming out this week. This and... is a new segment. We, did we don't not, have a name for it. We only picked it's out games new, that we sort of wanted releases. to talk about or that we thought were relevant. Um, those games were NBA 2K21, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 HD, and uh, Marvel's Avengers. So, um, When are these games coming out? This week? This week. This They're all week. out September 4th, 2020. So this Friday, if you're listening on uh, Monday. That's the day after my birthday. And... Uh, I'm not oh, going to get the birthday, new NBA Zyber. game. Happy birthday, Zyber. We're going to just drop that in the middle of the podcast. I know. It's like every every time he has like a major life announcement, he just announces it on the podcast. And it's just like an aside. <laughs> yeah. and, and every time it's I my... do anything remotely interesting, it's like the biggest deal in the world. Is my birthday a major life event? Is that the tacos? <gasps> tacos! The tacos have arrived. Oh, all right. Awesome. Just in time for Dig to finish his glass of or his bottle of wine. What did you? Uh, well, you know what? what? It's time for drinks and foods. Yeah. What did you get? I got the steak quesarito. And what? Uh, I thought they took that off the menu. It's on the app. Ah, oh, so you can still order it. Great. And I got the, um, they're like uh the tacos off the dollar menu. They're like some combination. Uh, wait, just the hard shell. Um, the double yeah, stack taco. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, double stack. Those are good. Double stack. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. I, I just look at it. And I'm like, why would I get a regular taco for like a buck thirty nine, when I could get this one for a dollar? Which is the same thing, only it has more stuff and it's better. It's got the red. Now strips I just need to it. figure out the how to mute my microphone so that I am not too loud while I. Oh no! This is Please. bombers. Yes, this Please. is bombers. Eat. All bodily functions make it into the show, and that includes Eat. chewing into the microphone. So, uh, so, so new releases, right? We got uh, with three three basically major games coming out this week. I wanted to comment on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two HD. That was announced earlier in the week or earlier in the year. Sorry, and. Uh, 
to me, like, have you guys played the original Tony Hawk and Tony Hawk 2 recently? Because those games still hold up and they do not need an HD remake. Like, yeah, they're not beautiful games, but they play great. Here's my here's my thing. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 already has an HD re-release and I own it. So what's up with this 1 and 2 HD? I mean, didn't they do a 2 HD? Like, doesn't this already exist? Isn't this already out in the marketplace? What's up with this? Do the, remakes, am... do the remakes have the original music? The yes. ones that you already own. They do? I think they're missing a yeah. lot of the tracks, though. Not... I think this one has well, the, more of the, the tracks. The relevant ones are still there. Like, you still got Superman, and really, that's the important one. Well, Jerry was a race car driver. One. Come on. Um, uh, I'm not going to get it, just because I have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on PlayStation. I own them. I do not have to worry about them being removed from a store and being unable to download in the future, which will happen Ouch. because of music because licensing of music issues. Licensing. So there's no reason for me to get this. Yeah. I mean, um, to me... Yeah, he said everything it, it, that it, needs it, to be said. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. And and I it just feels like one of those Activision, like, hey, it's time to capitalize on people's nostalgia again. It's been five years. Let's go ahead and release another one. Kind of like how they released uh, the Guitar Hero Live um, maybe five years after the last Guitar Hero game. Because they're like, oh, yeah, it's time to get back into this again for some reason. And it sold reasonably well for what it is, which is basically a piece of crap. It's, it's, it's been long enough now. People have forgotten how bad this is. Let's try and get their money. Yeah, well, Guitar Hero, yeah, but Tony Hawk 1 and 2 are awesome. They were. And I, I sort of wish that the series would come back like with new games, not just remade games. But Yeah, uh, but a lot of the newer Tony Hawk games don't have the same like tightness as the first two. Like Tony Hawk yeah. Pro Skater 1 and 2 were the good Tony Hawks, and then it got just... And 3 and 4 <laughs> and Underground were all three, great. 3 is okay. Four... 3 is unbelievable. That's probably the best one. I, f- I don't know. Maybe Ghostbusters it was just me, 2 is also just... a good movie. Ghost, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 is bad. I don't know what's wrong with you tonight. <laughs> 3 is I feel great. Like I th- maybe I just. Maybe it's just the, the time period in which those games hit that I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe I should revisit them. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah, like I had a Game PlayStation Club. demo disc that had one of the Tony Hawk games on it. It has like skateboarding at night and then eventually a police officer would show up and like capture me and i was so confused officer dick secret character from tony hawk one i don't think we really had much to say about nba 2k 21 and marvel's avengers i mean they're just big releases uh i only find it mildly interesting that the nba 2k series has like overtaken madden as one of the best-selling sports franchises if ea would make good games maybe they would sell more madden but i don't that's a a false equivalency because that would imply that nba 2k is still a good franchise which it has not been for about four or five years yeah Yeah, it has not been for a while so that's a good who knows what it's going to look like in a few years um marvel's avengers i think is just everybody loves avengers now and it's just interesting that they're putting out a big budget uh avengers game at this point in time it's gonna sell like hotcakes it probably will and i think it's games as a service but i cannot say that definitively it it is is. it's really it's really amazing to me that like the superhero bubble hasn't popped yet i predicted that it would about six years ago and it's still going strong people are still seeing these movies people are still buying stuff Zyber, you're into the superheroes, right? What what is what is with the everlasting appeal of, of these things? These, I mean, these superhumans. In general, Avengers is just the, you know, action-y action movie that a lot of people like. And it's bringing out, you know, these superheroes that a bunch of comic book nerds and such were just like, hey, it's finally getting popular and stuff. And look at this movie adaptations. And so now... We got games like Spider-Man and stuff, which are amazing. I don't really care much for this Avengers game, but like, it's just still a popular thing. Yes, Deeg? It's Or someone else? Well, I think it's part of one. Um, they've at least been continuing to put out quality content. Uh, maybe not necessarily all great, but at least it's entertaining and it is continuing to bring people in because none of it is getting that word of mouth first week. Hey, this sucks. Don't even go watch it. That sometimes kills things. 
And, I mean, look at the fact that comic books in general have been around now for almost 100 years. <laughs> like, we're getting yeah. real comic close. Comic are still being made. Yeah. So they've got not only that, that large history to draw upon, but they're telling new things. And it's also interesting to think about in general, comic books and superheroes and the like are sort of like modern day mythologies of like, you know, your Greek and your North mythologies. So there's some of them are literally mythologies. Some of them are literally those things, but it's hitting that chord with humanity where we're getting to see things bigger than ourselves acting out these intense, huge, epic stories. As long as as long as they continue to keep putting putting good quality stuff out, then people will continue to consume it. Which yeah, so like clearly it isn't just oh they're superheroes, therefore it's popular because otherwise DC would be doing just as good as that's what I was about Marvel. to bring up. Suicide oh, Squad was terrible, and that movie made a ton of money though. Did it? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually asking. I don't remember what this, the ticket sales figures were for. The like, first say, one did really well, but my understanding is the it made like seven hundred fifty million dollars. Did they even release the second one? Oh, it was that um, the birds something. of well, yeah, birds of prey. Unless you unless you count birds of prey, which is not technically a Suicide Squad film, it's a Harley Quinn film, but it's within the same chronology or universe or whatever. Uh, did not do as well, and now they have another Suicide Squad film coming out, and they have uh, that's made by James Gunn, so it could be interesting. I just don't trust DC, and they also have the Batman the just Squad game. A video well, game coming now. The video game looks interesting because that's supposed to take place in the Arkhamverse. With like um, Arkham Asylum, um, Arkham City, and uh, the third one that nobody played. Arkham Origin and that's then the Arkham one. Knight. Oh, wow. And Arkham Knight existed. Jeez. Yeah. There's also a new Batman Gotham Knight, uh, Gotham Knights that got announced. We're p- yeah, Haley and I are pretty excited. It's not a part of the Arkham series, and you get to play as the Robins, and it's like bringing the Core of the Owls, which is a newer thing from the comic books. That's like early, uh, late 2000s, I think, right? Or is it early 2010s? Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know, but it's in the last 20 years yeah, or so, so that's it's still newer. much more recently, yeah. And you get to play as the Robins, and it's fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so... PlayStation 5. I mean, DC DC games seem to be doing pretty well, but the DC movies are not great. And let's be honest, DC's strength has always been the animated film, or uh, well, yeah, animated films, animated series. Yeah. Like that's where DC is strong because they're more goofy with those, and they more hit the comic feel. Their movies are always so dark and depressing; it, it just doesn't feel like comic books. They're trying too hard to emulate Nolan's style without getting Nolan's sensibilities. Yeah, I was watching Batman vs. Superman on TV, and I was just all like, what is this? Bad is what it is. It's it's bad. And then Superman died, and I was all like, oh. I don't remember anyone saying that. Spoiler I mean, alert. I mean, <laughs> spoilers. I know in... That's the, the comics. It's the death of and Superman. And then when Snape killed Dumbledore, it was just the worst. Superman Doomsday. Let's just, okay, let's just hit like, all of these spoilers. They had Justice League, and I knew Superman was dead in the Justice League, so I was just all like, oh, I guess that's when it happened. Yep. <laughs> I guess you watch dies. him out of order. Uh, well, I didn't watch Justice League. Darth Vader is no. Luke's father. Uh, Piddle what and Spiegel are moving spoilers. in together. And, or, no, uh, spoilers. What? Psycho was that's the mom all along. No, that's... um. They were dead the whole time and lost. That's that's uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth was the mom the whole time. Um, no, Psycho. He was. I mean, the mom was dead he, the whole time, but it was still. He was I the know. mom. <laughs> he was the mom. He was. He was, he the was mom his own inside mom. his head, just like Fry was his own grandpa in Futurama. Hey, I don't think I talked about Futurama on this podcast, by the way. You did I not. love Futurama. It's so good. And you've been watching that too, right? It's super good. Well, I, well, I finished it like a couple weeks ago, maybe even before we started the uh, season two. So maybe that's why we didn't really talk about it. But Futurama, man, if you haven't seen that show, like everybody tells me that I should love Rick and Morty, but what I really love is Futurama. I get behind that. I support that opinion. You should not love Rick and Morty. You should hate them with burning passion. Why? Well, there's nothing wrong with Rick and Morty. I'm just saying that uh, it's, I, I just it's think the, they're awful people. It's the Homestuck problem. It's, that's exactly what it is with Rick and Morty. It's the Homestuck problem. 
okay, please define the homestuck problem. Whether or not the media <laughs> For is those good. idiots and, and simpletons who don't understand what you're talking about 90% of the time. Uh, home, homestuck is a webcomic. And it's. Oh, I'm glad that we all know what webcomics you read. Well, I don't read it because I, I can't. Um, but Rick and Morty's. It's really hard to get into. Rick and Morty suffers the same problem of. Whether or not the media itself is good, the fans are so terrible and toxic that it turns people away from it. So that, just call it the Undertale problem. Or yeah, the Harry no. Potter well, problem. here's the thing: is that everyone who likes Homestuck got into Undertale. Undertale has that problem oh. because of the Homestuck people. Oh, All really of is. the Undertale people are the Homestuck people. Even after worse, Homestuck there are Homestuck ended. people that hated Undertale because they stole Megalovania from them. Oh. Stop, Zyber. Let's not. I really don't. <laughs> there want was to. a, there was a great YouTube video from a couple of years ago, uh, where they had Szechuan sauce at McDonald's, and like some dude like jumped up on the counter and was like yelling that he really wanted the sauce, but they were out of it. And gotta and get them was, chicken like, nuggies. Yeah, they should just go to a Chinese place. They probably have it. It's like barbecue and ketchup, it, which is already barbecue. It's well, it's basically just yeah, it's their barbecue packet mixed with their ketchup. That's essentially what McDonald's Szechuan sauce was. I'm just like, sitting here marveling at how we went from Marvel's Avengers to McDonald's Szechuan sauce. <laughs> this is what happens when you let us talk for like six straight minutes and don't interrupt or try to pull us back on it was, topic. It was too good. And now, it was too good. Too good. Now the episode's over and we didn't even get to talk about the other stuff we wanted to talk about. Deg didn't no, even hold get on. to complain about Sony. I. Hey, let's let him. The episode isn't <laughs> over until he finishes his bottle of wine. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna finish this episode with a little bit of a deg rant. Deg, okay, so listen away. up to this. Okay, Zyber and I were playing some Apex Legend on the PS4, and we dropped into ranked, and we go to play, and the guy that's on our team because ranked is trios, is AFK from the very beginning of the match. He that's away from keyboard. drops out of the dropship because it's a battle royale game. We load in. We drop into the map. We all land together on the train. Yes, that is AFK. Is away from keyboard. So AFC, like whatever, man. You know what I'm saying. He wasn't playing. He was idle. That was a really late response to something I said like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Look, I'm almost done with this bottle of wine. And we drop on the train because this is back during season five, whenever the train still exists. And he's just rolling around on the train doing nothing because he's not playing the game. And we go. Oh, and Zyber and I make it about nine and a half minutes into the match and die because it's two of us versus teams of three. That's not fair. Now you know what being on yellow team feels like. Exactly. So then we are sitting there and we're just basically having to watch this guy chill on the train. And I'm like, screw this. I back out of the match because I'm like, I'm going to queue up again. I want to play more game instead of staring and watching at this idle person just be there. A minute later, he died. <laughs> Eventually, he, he did die or, or got, got kicked, kicked out. Or out or, but, but it was nine and a half minutes of this guy not playing this game before he got booted for not playing this game. I back out of the game early, and since it's ranked, that automatically flags me as having left a ranked match. I get a 10... Ow, I just punched my mic. I get a 10-minute ban from queuing up and playing the game in any mode because I'm ruining the experience for other people by leaving early even though i was dead and that guy was idle so then i'm like well screw this i'm reporting this guy for being idle in a ranked game i go to sony's reporting structure and trying to look through it and go going through like well what do i have to do to report where they're like oh well where was the problem it was an apex legend we well if it was in a game you have to report it to the game okay fine i'll go to ea's site i go to ea's site i send a complaint i say why am I getting punished for this guy not playing the game? I left because I want to continue to consume the game that you have created. I get a 10-minute ban. He sits there for 10 minutes. Doesn't get punished at all. What's up with that? I get an email back from EA like a week and a half later. Basically says, and here I'm going to read it. I reviewed your email and realized you've been banned from the game for no mistake of yours. I know it is bothersome. I'll try my best to address it. I'd like to inform you that it is not EA Sports that has banned you, it's the PS servers that banned you for leaving the match. People leave the match in between and make the teammates suffer. That is why such rules been made by their end. I'll put this as report and forward to higher authority so that they can develop some sort of mechanism which won't ban everyone. 
Well, I'm glad that like, EA hasn't outsourced any of that's its That's it. I read that and, word for word. And also, uh, you know, this is why, this is the main reason I don't so, play on So, so, no, hold on. I'm not done. I, I'm not done, okay. Spiegel. All right. No, you can't. Here's the capper. Here's the capper. I go to Sony. They say you have to report to EA. I go to EA. They say that's a PlayStation problem. You have to report to Sony. Whose problem is it? What What's going on here? Do you have any sort of oversight in place? I mean, my answer is that EA should make it where people get kicked out after three to five minutes of an activity instead of ten. Right. But no, uh, that I I got banned by PlayStation, not by EA. Uh, but but PlayStation says that the, if there's a problem with the game, it's it's the people running the game that you have to report it to. What the heck? Okay, Spiegel, I, that was my ex- angry rant. This is why can, I don't play online team multiplayer deathmatch shooters, okay? Because in, in the in the wild west of, of online multiplayer shooters, you really can't trust your teammates. You can't trust EA. You can't trust Sony. The only thing left you can trust is your gun. <laughs>